This is episode number 599 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. No matter where you are in the world, thanks a lot for tuning into this show. Thanks a lot for sharing it with your friends, for rating it in iTunes. I know you all do that. Please, that's how we grow the show. That's how we get bigger. That's how we get to more people. That's how we stay sponsor-free. But we do have one sponsor, Smith Street Paleo. As always, thank you for their support. Please do hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. Check out what's going on there. Loads of recipes you can cook. Hop on a meal plan. Drop them an email. Hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They'd love to hear from you. It's always great when people email and say, I want to be one of your customers. Happens. We don't have to chase all the business. But thank you, Smith Street Paleo, for your sponsorship of the show. Folks, Thanks a lot for tuning in. Another edition of the show. As always, for the Sunday show, we go a little bit shorter. That's exactly what we're doing today. And today, we're talking all about not being busy. As we approach the end of the month, how was it for you? Did you set out? Did you do everything you set out to do, should I say? Did you set some really big goals and fall off the bandwagon in the first week, second week, third week? Or maybe... You're still with us. 26th of January. How has January been? Or has it just been busy? What is busy? What does it really mean? I want to challenge it a little bit today to say that often now, and this is not my work, someone, I read this recently, busy is more of a status symbol. It's like if you say to someone, how are you doing? Say, yeah, busy, busy. It's like you're super important because you're busy. Actually, I always search for the opposite. I'm actually always looking to not be busy, but maybe that's me. Maybe that's why I don't see it as a status symbol, but I'm very proud not to be busy. I'm proud to have a lot going on. Yes, I'm working on a lot of different things. January's been a fantastic month for me. I've had a great time. I've filled my time. I've worked a lot. I've enjoyed myself a lot. I've even been on a little holiday, which was nice, but it's not really what we should be saying, busy. I'm busy. What really is busy? There's actually a book called Busy that I read once that basically says, and I think that's where I got that from, that busy is more of a status symbol. People just say it to feel important. Go check it out. Google it. The book Busy. Lots of different ideas about that. But when you really look back, back in history or even to the present day, two sort of world leaders that I want to call upon, one is Winston Churchill. This guy was running the country but also writing and writing and writing. He won the World War. He was in charge. He was a prime minister of Great Britain when the war was on, and he led that rampage in Europe. But still, he found time to create space, to write books, to be creative, and to live a life. Same goes for Bill Gates. It's well known that he spends a certain amount of time, a pre determined amount of time each week, each month, each year on himself, working outside of that business. Now, you'd be thinking these two guys running companies, running countries are literally busy the whole time. There are things that they could be doing the whole time, but they dedicate time for themselves to grow, to write, and to do things that actually are helping them more to be better in the job that they're doing. So what I want to say to you guys is, A, it's not smart. It's not a good thing being super busy. 
But secondly, and more importantly, is some go-to tips of things that I think might help you and stuff that I've used over the last 10 years having set up my own businesses. The first thing that I want to figure out is what's important to you. You have to figure out if you're spending your time doing things that are important to you. This doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or if you're working for a corporation. If you're working for a corporation and you're doing things that are unimportant to you, then I'd question why you're doing it. And I always think, my sense check is often, what makes my life better? What makes my life What's, if doing this thing, does it make my life better? Does it bring my vision to life? Does it bring the inner fight vision of making people better at life? Does it bring that to life? And I get a lot of different, thankfully, I get a lot of different invitations to do things, to be at things, to film things, to speak at things. And I always ask myself that question first. Is it important to me? Does it make my life better? Does it help me to bring my vision to life? And if it doesn't, then I'll simply say no. And I'll also be super comfortable in saying no. And I've spoken a lot on the show before about saying no and about being comfortable. But I still think it's something that people need to work on quite a lot. We need to be comfortable to say no to things. Otherwise, we keep on saying yes, 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 yes. And we're busy the whole time. Another exercise that I shared just towards the back end of last year was checking out how much time when people say they don't have time is how much time we're spending on various different devices. iPhone is a great one. They're new system to check your screen time, you can really see and you can set some really specific goals as to how much time you want to spend on those devices. Also on things that are or aren't making your life better. Social media is a big one. And in a number of situations, social media is actually just making us angry. It's giving us anxiety. It's not always the most motivating thing. And you might look at your phone right now and you'll figure out actually that you spent four hours in the last two days on social media. That shows you that actually you're not really that busy. You're just wasting time away. So what I do to make sure and what I do with a lot of people that I coach and I mentor and that I'm trying to help to live their best life is to get them to list down what is important to you. We'll then go through and we'll allocate time in advance to those things. And this could be something, and it might sound really straightforward, but it could be something as simple as spending time with a loved one. It's important to you. So allocate some time in your calendar this week. Because if you don't allocate that time, then you're going to keep saying yes, 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 yes to things. And that thing that's important is not going to get done in the end. So put it in your diary, put it in your calendar, however you organize yourself. Do it in advance. That is super important. And then I always like to look at my calendar. I'll look at it. I look at my calendar all the time just to make sure that I've got everything in place. That's actually probably one app that I spend a little bit too much time on. I'll then look at it really at the start of the week and I know how my week's going to pan out. And I also know if I have any spare time to fit other things in. Then if I get asked to do other things, I can fit it in in those times. If it doesn't fit in in those times, and I don't think there's flexibility around moving other stuff, because I've already predetermined that that stuff is super important to me, then I won't move it. If I determine that those things can be a little bit flexible, maybe it's a training time, or maybe it's a little piece of work that I want to do, if it can be flipped around two hours here, then I'll definitely do that. But what this does is it enables us to have, at the start of the week, a clear picture of what we're going to do that week and how much time we're going to spend doing it. I'll always try and undershoot because there'll always be little things that'll pop up that might need a little bit of time and consideration. So for example, if I plan to work 12 hours a day, I'll maybe plan stuff for about 9 to 10 hours and then I've got a little buffer of about 2 hours. 
if I finish everything, then I've got two hours off early where I can just go and relax. I can spend a little of time, a little bit of more time in reflection, and I can actually just have a little buffer in there just in case something, an emergency does pop up. But what this, enab- what this does is it enables you to have a lot more relaxed state. What you do will be a lot more focused. What you put your time into, you'll be a lot more present for because you won't be thinking and feeling like I've got a million things to do. Now, not everyone's going to be able to do it on a weekly basis. Some people might need to do it for the next day. And that's actually a good place to start. It's a little bit too unorganized for my liking, but that could be a good place to start if you get anxiety over planning out an actual whole week. But I really hear too many people saying these days that they're busy and actually they're busy pretty much doing nothing. So if you're not busy, don't say you're busy. Be happy with saying no to things so that you don't look at your calendar and it's absolutely rammed. And then you'll actually start doing more of the things that you really want to do. And I think that's really important. Hopefully that helps you guys. Thanks a lot for tuning into the show. I'll catch you on Thursday's show. Until then, take care.